0: I'm Laura Allen, and this is Hello Thoughts. The force that drives something forward to keep it moving, momentum, something I think of and recognize, you know, as a strong asset of success, whether it's personal, whether it's a career, whether it's a skill, a hobby, a relationship, whatever it is, exists and thrives because of momentum. This can be exhausting, right? Pushing through, keeping things steadily going, giving it your all to keep that wheel of life matter, whatever the matter is, going. Like a fucking hamster sprinting on its wheel. Yeah, it sure can be exhausting, especially right now, you know? Things are just so weird. People are exhausted and sick of this goddamn virus and... Sick of fighting for things that shouldn't have to be fought for. It's like those days that you think of all that, you just, you you wish you didn't see so clear. But, but regardless, we need to find that bit of smoke. That bit of smoke that's going to start the fire. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still totally stuck on, um, naked and afraid. I can't, I can't get out of it. Okay, I look forward to watching it. It's just, I, I go on these, just, just like I go on tangents about stupid things like Saved by the Bell and, you know, trying to bring connection there. I, I go on tangents with shows and, and and I haven't had a show like that in a while where it's like meaningless, that show. I mean, I, I don't want to say what they went through is meaningless, that's horrible. Although I do wonder, you know, Why? why at least the show alone they like win that I don't know I forget like maybe fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars something like you know damn worth it at least that show it's like I don't know two grand probably just enough to cover a couple doctor visits not even to get whatever you need done after what happens to you but Anyway, back to it. Get back back in line, Laura. Focus. You got to find a pace to keep it all going, that momentum going. And my guest of this evening certainly found that pace, you know, and, and is making that fucking fire her bitch. Chelsea Caruso. Thank you so much for chatting it up with me tonight and giving me a bit of insight to what makes you you. I've had the pleasure of seeing Chelsea's career soar, not from the jump, but, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle, and I couldn't be happier for her. I mean, what a powerhouse. It's been really fun to watch. Um, Talk about momentum. She has worked so hard. And continues to work so hard. And you know beyond her innate talent. There is just this drive. That deserves a celebration. As an artist having taken her classes. You just have to experience it. Of course to just benefit from all her talent. And knowledge. But also just to witness her her drive. And excitement about her craft. So when I'm feeling like my wheel is starting to slow down or my fire is just burnt down to a couple of sad embers. It's people like Chelsea, you know, artists who I admire that can help encourage some momentum back into my life. And if you're someone, you know, who's feeling like you got, you know, it, that, that fire is a burning low or, or you're just left with a couple of sad embers, you know, I, I, I'm just saying there are people out there that have the steam and, and are, are really driven and trying and, and pushing forward. And not that it's always easy for them, but it's nice to, to look at them and to, you know, just take that encouragement from what they're doing and, and you know let it drive you and and get excited again and and push forward and and all that good stuff so uh, you know as crazy as the world is we also have these types of people to celebrate and and to help us do better you know so thank you chelsea for all that you put out there and um for for all, all your drive and pushing forward and giving us something to appreciate and some encouragement. Um, I said it many times because I meant every word, but I really just can't wait to see all that's ahead for you, all that's in store. And I, I love talking with you and I, I can't thank you enough for coming on and, and you know, shedding some light on on who you are and you are just a lovely little little lady so i had fun i hope you did and uh enjoy chelsea caruso everyone cheers
1: hi hello Uh,
0: i can hear you can you hear me i can hear you it's so (laughs) nice to see your face (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. We finally got to sync up.
1: Oh my God. I'm still
0: a human, you know? Like, I'm still still here with a heartbeat. (laughs) I'm putzing around, you know? Oh my God. Getting weird. (laughs) I'm so happy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you for coming on.
1: Look at you all official with your headphones and your mic. I love it. Yeah,
0: I I got the gear. I got Taylor Allen's gear, is what I have. Yeah. You know, you're geared up. I'm all geared up. So (laughs) you're ready to jump in?
1: I'm super ready. Let's do it. Awesome.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So tonight I'm so excited to welcome the insanely beautiful, insanely talented Chelsea Caruso. Thank you for coming on.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me and all that right back at you. This is so awesome. I'm so proud of you.
0: Thank you for that. I uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. So <laughs> you're
1: trying and that's all that matters. Thank you. We got to start, start somewhere.
0: Yep it starts from the bottom and then you know maybe i'll be there one day um <laughs> all right chelsea <laughs> so let's get into it let's let's talk about you we'll talk about childhood totally a little good. bit yeah where where did you grow up give it okay. to me
1: so um i grew up in west long branch but that was short lived so um so you were born there i moved to Yeah. I was born in West Long Branch. Um, When my parents split up, they split up when I was super young. So I was five and I moved from West Long Branch and then I went to Long Branch for about a year. That's where my dad's from. So we were always down that way. But then once they split, then I moved with my mom and my stepdad to Madawan. Okay. Um, Madawan was kind of the meeting point we landed there because my mom met my stepdad
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: um he was from clark and for me to be accessible to my dad because you know you got to be in both places sometimes sure um you know matawan was the meeting point so that's Mm -hmm. how i ended up at one and i really grew up in matawan but i also would like to say that i grew up in long branch with my dad too
0: so yeah So a little bit of both back and
1: forth.
0: So you moved from long or West Long Branch when you were five.
1: Yeah. When I was five, we went from West Long Branch to Long Branch. Um, and that was interesting because like I grew up, you know, at that point, it's weird. You think about what you actually remember from that time in in your life Mm -hmm. and, There are certain things I remember. And I remember like some, some of growing up in the house that I remember being with my mom and my dad. And then some of the better memories came from that one year of me living in Long Branch that really shifted my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my parents split up and then me, my mom and my sister, we moved into an apartment together, but in that apartment complex, Lloyd Manor in Long Branch, um, I lived with my mom uh, primarily, but mm-hmm. my dad lived on just the other side of the complex. So oh. every other it, I would just pack up my little rolly backpack and walk to the other side of the complex. Yeah, yeah. And stay with my dad. So it was like dual citizenship. In sure. Lloyd- <laughs> So, yeah. so are
0: you saying like during that time, it kind of felt a little bit more like relaxed for you in a way, like it was, it was,
1: at- it was definitely, it felt like I just had this life that not everybody had. I mm-hmm. didn't see anybody doing that. Yeah. You know, I just lived at home with mom and dad and there I was like, okay, I live with mom, but I also live with dad here too. Yeah. So it's like, That was like the first understanding of what it was like to have parents who live separately. Yeah. But I would think that my parents did the best that they could. So, I mean, it seems maybe, I mean, when you come from a divorced family, nothing seems, you know, easy Um, or cookie
0: cutter. It's just like,
1: yeah, yeah. there's no way of making it right, Mm -hmm. but they definitely do their best to make it I'm fortunate for what I was dealt. So yeah. um
0: they try they, they put the effort in.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. And I considered that one year of my life like very interesting. Yeah. So even though I was so young and I only remember bits and pieces of it, but I had some of my better childhood memories from that one year. Yeah.
0: So so, was, so was that at the very beginning of their divorce?
1: Yeah, that was, so my parents split up when I was five and when they split up, they, we moved out and for one year I lived with my mom in an apartment and then the following year we moved to Matawan with my stepfather. Right. Um, my stepfather came into my life at a very young age um, and he, he definitely took care of us in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. So, um, we ended up in Madawan, and yeah, so that was like, like the starting point of my life, I guess you could say. For yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that first year, that's when dad kind of lived across the way and you were going back and forth. And was that may have been, I mean, convenient, I guess, and also nice for for you just to have access very quickly, like to... To both of them Um,
1: and dad. Yeah. 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 It was kind of a good little setup for, I guess what you could say, the adjustment period. Sure. Life was going to turn into. Sure.
0: Sure. That's it's major for everyone. But um, as parents, you definitely think about the kids or at least you hope you hope they do. Right. But um, so you just have one sister
1: yeah I have one sister she's three years older than me her name's Courtney it's just her and I mm-hmm. she's she's my she's my rock
0: yeah when you guys kind of reminisce about childhood does she kind of see things a little bit differently or
1: yeah she definitely was more aware of what was mm-hmm. going on yeah where I was. You know, a little bit more just, I was just a kid. You yeah. Know, you don't, yeah. your emotions aren't being tapped into, but yeah, um, certain circumstances, but yeah, she definitely was way more aware mm-hmm. of what was happening. Yeah. And she, yeah. you know, she was the big sister. So she had to make sure I was okay during everything for sure. Yeah. Like, so you so have you ha- to. Go.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I, I'm the younger as well. And you definitely, you know, there's something about having an older sister, an older sibling that, you know, when you are close, they are that safety net for sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, I mean, as you know, you guys can love hard, but fight hard, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's always, she's always been able to, to, like, look at things. I'm a very sensitive person. And mm-hmm. I think I have a very high expectation on things. And she's always been able to balance my mindset on what to expect first, what I want. necessarily. Yeah. So she definitely has helped me battle certain things growing up.
0: Yeah. So. And kind of stay grounded, stay rooted a little bit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, so then when you moved to Madawan, you were what age?
1: I must've been, um, I mean, around um, like six, around six. six.
0: So then most of your school and everything was in Madawan. Yeah. 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 And then is that like a small school district or pretty big?
1: Madawan's pretty big. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like super, super huge, but there's um, a few different like smaller segments or sections I should say that yeah. filter into one. So mm-hmm. it definitely was a decent school sty- de- well decent school, but decent side school too. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, it was good. It I guess, I turned out well, I guess you could say <laughs> <laughs> from what it had to offer.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so when you were growing up at like in, in your elementary school days and stuff, what were you up to? Were you like, were you dancing? Were you cheering? Were you playing softball? Any sports or?
1: No, I really didn't like, you know, I really didn't get involved into anything probably until like later on going into middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom worked. My mom was a manicurist and yeah. she, oh, okay. yeah, so she worked her butt off and sure. was working his butt off. So yeah. there was limitations on how much we really could be doing. Like we yeah. went to school, we went to aftercare mm-hmm. and then we got picked up and we came home. Yeah, And I mean, I've always been, my mom always made sure that like I was, you know, Tapping into different parts of my brain, creativity, create creativity-wise, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, I guess growing. Oh well, when Grant was growing up, like between elementary to middle school, I did draw. Um, yeah, funny. Like that was one of the things my mom actually sent me to the school psychiatrist because she wanted to make sure with the divorce and everything that I was mentally I guess handling everything all right processing so, it um, and yeah yeah and um so once I went to the school psychiatrist um I picked up on it not that I was much of any artist or anything like that but yeah I started to draw and like that became an outlet for me but mm-hmm. I started once I hit middle school I picked up dancing because then my mom you know she found I guess it was the right time if she was going to, you know, invest in because, you know, it's a lot of money. Sure. When you're growing up and, you know, you're working your butt off to provide for your two daughters and yeah. you're only getting a certain amount of money every week. Child support mm-hmm. wise, yeah. you know, you got to limit things. So sure. it was like later on school wise that she was like all right if you want to do something I remember I opened up like the town magazine and she was like do you want to go to dance class and I was like yeah let's let's go to dance class and I had yeah. done it like way younger but I picked it back up and I I really picked it back up so I was lucky cool. that that would you know my, yeah my, I guess you yeah
0: could say. <laughs> okay so was that at like middle school or
1: it was like um, I would say maybe fifth, sixth grade. Okay. That I back yeah, up. and
0: you're you're lucky that you kind of like got in the flow right away because uh, yeah, you know <laughs> it's hard it's hard to catch up sometimes. Yeah, so you, I mean, you I just like, you just have the moves, Chelsea oh,
1: girl. You seen- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like you know gonna go to Juilliard or anything. Right. Right. I I loved it. It was something for me to focus on and have a yeah. structure and discipline. And I yeah. think that's what my mom wanted to make sure I had.
0: Sure. And did you like kind of fall into like a confidence when when it came yeah. to that? Yeah.
1: Definitely. Dancing yeah. always teaches you how to have some sass. I yeah. Can-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And it use,
1: sure does. for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did you struggle in school at all or were you kind of, it, that was pretty easy for you?
1: Well, mm, I mean, school, 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 actually my mom and dad decided to hold me back in kindergarten. Cause I was super young when they had originally put me in. Mm-hmm. So I repeated kindergarten. So that was actually a good thing because I mean, school's freaking tough. Yeah. And I, was held back and that benefited me because that always does something for your maturity wise. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I mean, I had to apply myself and I guess if I myself, I would do well, but it's not like I was like diving into books and, you know, I couldn't wait to, you know, get to class. Right. Like that.
0: But you stayed on track.
1: Yeah, it was, I was doing what I had to do. Sure, sure. But I was never, like, you know, going into honors class. I was, like, lucky if I got asked to be in honors, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't like I was totally gifted in the school. Yeah,
0: yeah. And what about, like, socially? Was that part kind of natural and easy for you?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I definitely, like... Had friends and hung out with people, and you know, I mean, being a girl growing up is tough, and I can't imagine like dealing with what that must be like now in today's yeah. society. Because yeah. I would never want to go back to it.
0: Yeah, but,
1: um yeah. Girls, girls are really tough, and you know, I had friends, but I definitely you know, moved around a little bit, tried mm-hmm. to always find my person, I guess you could say, like a yeah. friend who like would always, you know, be there or like through through it all. Kind yeah. Of thing. But yeah, I mean I I moved around a little bit with friends, but I also was involved in different settings. Like I mm-hmm. had my dance friends and I had my school friends and then later on came my cosmetology friends. Right. So I think I was always just trying to find that person who had my back as much as I had theirs because yeah. that's who I really am as right. a person. I, I really, I'm a very- Loyal. I'm a very loyal person, yeah. yeah. And girls growing up, and especially once you get into high school, everyone's just trying to you know, find- Their way, no matter how how they have to get there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well said. Yeah, yeah, cutting off certain people or being this one's friend one day or another friend this day. You know, Mm -hmm. like, ugh, I just like, I'm lucky because my like friends that I consider my lifers now or you know, the people who have really showed up in my life to this point, they're not really people that I was close with necessarily like in middle school or high school. Right. They're people that I went to school with, but like, I really didn't have a blossoming relationship with them. Then it wasn't until like later on that we kind of found our way to each other. Yeah. So it's interesting, but I always like, especially with clients today, like I'll talk about you know their kids or whatever, their friends, and I'm like, God, I would never want to go back. Yeah, to high school. Yeah, or yeah, high school in today's society mm-hmm. because it was tough then. I can't imagine what it's like now.
0: Yeah, it's it's painful, and with what's going on now, forget about it.
1: Yeah, you know, no it's
0: just so hard for for kids growing up. And, and that, I guess it always was, but it just, it's complicated now. Now there's like just so many more layers to it all. So, so
1: many more layers, exactly. And there's mm-hmm. just, so. I mean, you just have these thoughts on and images and uh, these things you put into your head of like what you're supposed to want or look like or mm-hmm. need. And it's just, You don't know, like, when you think of, like, who you were, like, you're like, wow, you have, you're going to learn so much. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what's coming to you.
0: Yeah. And there's no way to, like, you as a young person just has to experience it. There's no telling there's really no telling someone that, you know, and and it's it's very interesting how um, easily we are influenced, you know, by even just someone saying something or, you know, so it, it's it's hard. We're like yeah. little magnets at a young age and it all just sticks.
1: It just sticks. It sticks. <laughs> it just sticks. And sometimes like there's things that have just stuck mm-hmm. and they don't you and you know there's certain things you let go of but there are certain things that no matter how much time goes on they have stuck mm-hmm. and they and you and you learn how to like you you feel them unstick for a minute but then all of a sudden then they just yeah they, you fucking suck it on to you sure like, sure <laughs> I <laughs> thought that I got fuck? rid of you
0: <laughs> yeah but you, I you guess fuck? you learn how to manage it it's it yeah. which is A nice thing to know. Like, I wish you could tell your younger self, like, there will be a time when you can manage these things and it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll understand it at some point. Yeah. And maybe you don't even understand it completely, but you understand a little bit more every time you deal with it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a process, right? A process. So your, your dad kind of remained in the picture and you were seeing him even as you got older or that got a little harder?
1: Um, it got a little harder. I mean, my dad is great and my dad is my dad, but Mm -hmm. you know, there's certain things that I wish maybe had gone differently with my dad, um, you know, I moved to Matawan and it kind of was like I was moving to like a different state. Yeah. yeah. So um, there were definitely some difficulties with that growing up and still to this day, there's and difficulties with it, but think again, just managing expectations and, you know, he, he's great and everything, <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, and he's my dad, but growing yeah. up, there were definitely certain things that have stuck. Yes, yeah. you can say. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Where's yeah. You know, it is interesting though. As an adult, it's like you you do start to process those things a little bit differently. So, yeah. you know, like even things that really caused a ruckus in your mind, you know, as an adult, you can process it differently and you start to say, okay, well, there's maybe a reason for this or that or that, but it still, guess, it affects.
1: Yeah. I guess I've just learned in life that no matter what the occasion is, that mm-hmm. people are who they are and you know, they fulfill you in ways, but then at, in other ways, you're always looking for some sort of other fulfillment. And yeah. you can't, you can't expect certain things that's yeah. it. So, yeah. but I don't want to paint a picture that my dad is like, you know, not a good dad, but yeah. he is a great dad. It's just that when you put distance in between us, it mm-hmm. was like, things definitely got rocky. Yeah. And you know, that sometimes screws you up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. and maybe leaves you kind of just kind of longing for a little bit more than was yeah, available. But
1: I'm also very fortunate that like I had an amazing stepfather who, you know, did provide a role of like someone who was there twenty four seven.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and he never tried to overstep or. Mm-hmm. F- or fulfill like a daddy role yeah like he very much knew his place and to this day he knows the role he plays in my life and yeah I you mean, know, I'm oh I I treat him as a father but to me he is my stepdad yeah because I do have a father yeah so I've been blessed to have both of those yeah. people in my life yeah and they are each very different people And I love them both.
0: And your mom is she still in Madawan or?
1: Yeah. So my mom and my stepdad are still in the house that we moved to. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. Okay. (laughs) It's funny to go back sometimes, or no? How long have you been out of that house? Like, um,
1: I've I moved out when I was twenty three, so I moved out. It'll be seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, the week after I moved out, my room was turned into a separate, (laughs) like uh, a separate bed. Like they were, they were not keeping a shrine to me or my sister. Yeah. Yeah. And they've made a beautiful house. You know, I love going there. It still feels like home. When I leave, I get a little sad, but because I do still see it as like home base, but yeah, I'm I'm lucky that I have that place yeah, to go to.
0: to go back to for sure. And what about your sister? Where does she live?
1: So my sister, um, right now she lives in Jersey City. She took oh, a okay. COVID move out of yeah. Manhattan.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so
1: she left Matwan right after college and I mean right after high school, went mm-hmm. to college in the city to FIT and oh, okay. really just made a life there. Um,
0: would you go out and visit her while she was at FIT?
1: It's, it's, it's interesting because it was at that point in life that like, we truly found our sisterhood, I guess you can say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So growing up, like we were, we knew we had each other and we fought and we loved hard and we fought again. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Really understood each other Mm -hmm. until like. I turned 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, then magically it was like, yeah. Was cocktails like, made it right. No.
1: <laughs> Miami made it right. <laughs> um, for real. It was like, my sister went through um, a pretty rough breakup and I'll never forget. I looked at my phone and I had a text from her and she was like, do you want to go away? I need to go away. And I was like, <sighs> it was like, okay, my sister wants to hang out with me. Yeah. Um, this is cool okay let's go and it was on that trip that we like just found this like wire that was like not plugged in yeah
0: yeah how cool and
1: yeah it was and I think that's a trip that I'll always remember because ever since then it was like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I get you. I don't agree with you hundred percent on everything, but like we get each other.
1: Yeah. So, and that we, we, we get it, that we don't get each other. Yeah. 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 And it's,
0: <laughs> it's cool. It's all good.
1: And that's so, why we work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm curious, like when she moved out, how was it for you? Were you kind of just like, oh, I want to be away and, Or were you kind of comfortable where you were in high school and doing your thing? Or were you like itching to get out? Like,
1: you know, I guess so for her and I like she was three years. She's three years older than me, but she did have four years of grades in between. So I was just embarking on like my high school years when she like, you know, left town. Okay. I think I was just I was so. At that point, I don't know if I was as confident as I think I was. (laughs) But it seems like I was ready to like go head on. You know, I I wanted my sister there. Of course, I wanted her like to take me under her wing. But I knew she left Mark for me to kind of right into. But at home, you know, it was weird. Like you go from this person being there your whole life to now she's not. And I mean, I moved into her room because yeah. she had the, biggest, the bigger room. The bigger so room. Okay. Room, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was, it was cool because now I was like, oh, I got this, you know, college sister I can go hang out with. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so that so was good.
0: kind of exciting too.
1: Yeah. In a yeah. way, because it was just like, ooh, I got, I know somebody who lives in New York City. Lately. Yeah. That's a big yeah. deal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then. During high school, were you still drawing and into art and all of that, or
1: I think I fell off of like actually drawing, mm-hmm. but it was I guess then, you know, your creativity, I think, is always flowing from one place to the next, right? You're always finding some sort of new outlet that you might even not realize it's happening until you're in it, yeah. But I really do, um, put a lot of my credit for where I am with hair to like, you know, just understanding the fact that I even loved art
0: to mm-hmm. begin with. Yeah.
1: Um, so it, I wasn't necessarily drawing. I mean, I was in art class, I guess you could say, but yeah, I didn't know really how to exude down that path, nor did I think I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I really started to pick up the wanting to know how I could change, like, a look on a person. Yeah. Adapt different different personalities to, like, different ways of looking. Yeah. And to me, that's how I was starting to gravitate towards that section of my brain. Mm-hmm.
0: Were you busy? Like, were you looking all kinds of cool? Were you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, what was going on? Were you pulling out all the stops? I mean, wearing I, all the looks? <laughs>
1: I, I, I
0: think I was. Yeah, you, of course <laughs> you were. I mean, we all think we are right at the time.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I definitely, I don't know how proud I am to say this, but I'm definitely falling into the, you know, the popped collar, Abercrombie Okay. Strew- straight hair to full force 2000. Okay. Got that it. Was, I mean,
0: but you were more I, into is I, I don't know It was that like that to me is kind of like beachy. Is that beachy? I don't know. Uh, like uh, I wasn't into that. So I kind of
1: missed that. But like the chunky cool.
0: highlights and you know, all that stuff was I happening, mean, which was a nightmare, but
1: did not give me any more NARS Laguna bronze <laughs> or I mean that was really when I was like just make me as piss yellow blonde as you could yes
0: just the brighter and the better
1: iron my hair to no end yeah till you little have little no like, ends yeah yeah I, <laughs> there were no ends like <laughs> It, at, at my hair right now is actually, I think, the longest it's been on its own yeah. since probably seventh grade. Yeah, so yeah. We're actually there's things I do want to <laughs> revisit that time. <laughs> that being one of them. Yeah, my yeah,
0: like <laughs> yeah. So, so you were starting to end your sister. I mean, she was going to FIT, which was maybe a little in influential I mean she was into fashion obviously
1: definitely I mean I was pulling out all the stops especially Mm -hmm. freshman year I mean you want to like look top freaking notch yeah you are it's like the first day of school every day after day but yeah every, every every day was the first day of school yeah you know um it was got it like thinking about it now it's like oh (laughs) I thought I was so hot it's funny
0: to think about isn't it I
1: remember I'll never never forget that and my mom will probably kill me for telling this but there was one time I was about to leave the house and again like I was just covered in bronzer Mm -hmm. like could not make me any tanner yeah and I'm, I'm, I don't remember exactly what I had on, but it must've been pretty revealing for someone who was probably like, I don't know, 13, 15 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: my mom was like, you are not leaving the house. Like, yeah. you look, and she called me a slut. She was yeah. like, you yeah. a slut? and I think that was the first time that anybody, especially my mother. Was right. Starting right. me as some sort of like sexual. Right. Being. being. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like wait what I'm like what do you mean I can't leave the house looking like this like this is what I'm supposed to look like yeah yeah yes yeah it's interesting that's a whole other (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I did have to change I don't remember what I put on I probably put a polo on but um
0: yeah, and you stuff that in your purse. You're like, all right, I'm putting there, it on at the store.
1: There were two things that my mother would tell me when I would leave the house. And it was, mm-hmm. don't get pregnant and don't get arrested. Yeah. And like, Those you know, are two very
0: good things to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even to this day, I'm 29. There's sometimes <laughs> I'm about to leave the house and I'm like, well, I don't want to get pregnant. Yeah. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs>
0: So, so that stayed true. You're like, okay. Yeah, that's mom's stuck. advice. Taking that it home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my I God. I mean, my person's gonna get me pregnant as my boyfriend, but
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but pregnant still before,
1: So I guess that's what we didn't <laughs> yeah. leave the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, so so As you're, you're going through high school, like when did we decide cosmetology was, was the choice? Were you in high school or outside of high school?
1: Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I grew up really in the industry because my mom was always working at a hair salon Yeah, and she was a manicurist. And I just remember, I mean, from the days living in Long Branch, um, she would work in the basement, like, 12-hour days, just client after client after client. But yeah. then she would also work in a salon. And, like, that was, like, the coolest thing ever to me. Like, yeah. gone, of course, I would, like, pretend I was a hairdresser. But growing up with her continuously taking clients in the house, um, you know, it was just, like, a facet of a social life to me. And yeah. I would pay. The client's nail color and I was just always very interested in it. Yeah. Um I would always stand next to her and watch her every file move, mm-hmm. like every every detail. And um but I didn't really want to go the nail route. I definitely went more I was I was way more into hair and kind of so like right ready. away. Definitely. Yeah. Um So when it came to how I got into cosmetology school, it's actually funny because I didn't know how it was never advertised, how one goes to cosmetology school, or if it was, it was very, very, very silent. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. it was until one day I was, I was already in my junior year of high school at this point, I thought my plan was I was going to go to Rutgers, that I was going to be on the dance team, mm-hmm. and I was somewhat good at math. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm good at math. I'm supposed to do something with that, I guess. So I'll go and be an accountant. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until one day in English class that, uh, a peer of mine walked in and I had just gotten yelled at for being late to class, but mm-hmm. then she showed up and she wasn't yelled at. So my mouth was like, why am I getting yelled at? But she's not getting yelled at. And <laughs> he just looked at me with this sweet face and she was like, I go to beauty school. And I was like, what do you mean you go to beauty? school?" Say what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, where do you do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, how funny. So- yeah. And I, right after that class, I marched right down to my guidance counselor. and I was like, why didn't you tell me I could go to beauty school? Like, yeah. I've been this girl for three years or two years at this, whatever it was. Like, you clearly see me, right? I am right. Constantly changing my hair color. Yeah. I am not that good at school. Right. Why can't you open up this door of opportunities for me? Yeah. So I. The deal with cosmetology school was I should have already been in it if I was going to go. I should have been in it my junior year, senior year, and then have graduated with my license. But But
0: your dis, so your district offered it though within high school. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, Madawan, Madawan didn't have its own cosmetology program. It had. um, I, I pretty much said you're sending me to beauty school, and I will go senior year and a year post-grad yeah I wanted to be free because I didn't know about it and I could have been doing it yeah so I fortunately they were like okay so I went my senior year and I went I graduated my senior year from high school and I continued on with my second year of cosmetology school after high school okay Um, yeah did and you do I, that at
0: night then? You had to do it at no, night? No,
1: I actually, so it pretty much just followed the same structure as if I had done it my junior, senior year. So okay. I went in the morning in um my senior year and I went in the late afternoon. So it was still like, I was still out of beauty school by like, I guess, whatever, three o'clock.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So I didn't technically go to an adult program. Yeah. So So were you still
0: with were you with the juniors
1: so or uh, with the
0: seniors in like your year after um, or you weren't with them?
1: I was actually the older side of the classroom. Okay. I I was going to class with girls who signed up according to how you should sign up. Right. Right. So there were juniors but like me and the, the thing was is that once I opened up that door of like hey like beauty school exists then like I got like four other girls from my grade to like, go on board with me. yeah they were so, like what what is yeah, this everyone's yeah everyone's like wait a second what do you mean beauty school so yeah like four of us from high school when we could have been going we signed up and we were going as seniors and it yeah. was really cool I mean your class started off as like 25 people and by the next year it was like nine yeah got pregnant or like real that, like, they like didn't want to do it. it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you created this really tight knit little family in cosmetology school. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, I'm very, I still talk to girls from that. Class that's too. awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. <laughs> so did you, um, so what ended up happening with that? Did you end up doing any school after that or you were full on into hair at that I, point.
1: Um, so I did the cosmetologies program my senior year and a year post grad. And, um, no, I didn't, I didn't go to school like college. Um, I remember I told my mom, I wanted to sign up and she being a manicurist, she was like, well, listen, like you're always going to have a job I mean for yeah. her industry for nails nails is a luxury it's the first one of the first things people cut off when they don't have any money yeah but for nail but for hair people are always no matter how much they can't afford it they yeah. will find money for it yeah so I think she was really happy for me that I was finding this way in life and she mm-hmm. was like, go, head, go head on yeah my dad you know he was like you're never gonna make a dollar and right. Right. He wanted me to do the college route. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to make money. Watch me. Right. And, you know, so I am so glad that I listened to my mom.
0: Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. Right. For and going myself. with going with your gut instinct. Like, this is what yeah. I want.
1: Yeah. Like this yeah. is. And it was like immediate. I I remember even going and taking that ridiculous test mm-hmm. just to get into beauty school I was yeah. like oh my god I can handle this math
0: like, yeah <laughs> like, this, I can do this
1: I can do yeah like, this is it this yeah is what I'm meant to do and that even that first day in in class I mean they didn't even we didn't even do anything but I was like okay this is where I'm meant to be
0: yeah and you were so, excited yeah. about it
1: yeah I was like here I go yeah bring it off
0: yeah mm-hmm. So, um, then following that, when you were in school for it, were you starting to work at a salon or?
1: Yeah. So, um, my senior year, I was working at one salon in Matawan. Mm-hmm. I was going to school and then I would go assist. Um, and I was also working at like a pizzeria and a tanning yeah. salon we had to go tanning so yeah
0: oh right you needed that discount right
1: i i <laughs> needed i needed to be tan um so i uh which is funny because actually friday nights are my spray tan night so yeah i'm, I'm living in the moment yeah uh, <laughs> but I, <laughs> so friday I, night on the calendar it, all right my spray tan night Um, so yeah, I'm ruining it. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm, I'm just marinating. Um, so I was in my senior year. I went to school. I did my assisting. I was doing my odds and ends at other jobs. And then I graduated high school. I had my classes to take with beauty school to fulfill that, but I switched salons and that's when I ended up, working at Gerber salon where I work to this day. Wow. Yeah. So, so that I has started, been a
0: long time running.
1: Yeah. I started at Gerber salon um, when I was 18. Okay. Um, March, March. So no 19. Cause this is my 10th year working there.
0: Okay. So,
1: and wow. to, like, when I got my job at Gerber. That was like, I was, I was I was gonna make it. Yeah, you, know? you
0: made it. You already <laughs> so, made it in your mind. You're like, this is it. Yeah, that's it. awesome. Yeah, yeah, which gave it you was- like a lot of confidence. Just being that excited about a place and all of that is so, you know, inspiring.
1: And I, have, I have to give credit to the salon that I first worked at too, because the salon I worked at, my first job in the mm-hmm. industry, which yeah it taught me how to be an assistant. It taught yeah. me how supposed to take out the garbage, you know? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was like, I knew that who I wanted to be and I knew that I could find that person. Some, I needed to go and I needed to be somewhere else.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. I, um, actually a friend of my mom's who did my mom did her nails she knew that a stylist working at Gerber was looking for a personal assistant and oh. she put in a good word and thank you Darlene because <laughs> I see her to this day and I think if it wasn't for you I don't know if I would be here right um yeah so she put in a good word and said do you do you know Gerber salon and I was like yeah of course I know Gerber salon yeah and she was like well you should you know drop off your resume and- yeah and I, I met the stylist, Linda, who I worked for, for, un, I assisted for, for two years and yeah, she took her wing and it was like, go, it was game time.
0: Yeah. So all the while, while you were, you know, starting your first salon job and, and getting into Gerber, were you finding time for mischief or what were you up to? Or was it like, I'm full on track? doing all my jobs, you know, keeping
1: you know, things calm. This is, this is definitely something that I look back on and I say, wow, you know, I could have been doing X, Y, and Z, you know, like I definitely, I would like to say that I, def- I, from the get go, I was, I had a goal and I was going to work and like, yeah. I wanted to work.
0: You were driven. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: you know, even, but even back in like dance days, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think that that really sculpted my worth ethic because, you know, you have a discipline of, if you want this, this is your job. Mm -hmm. And there were many things I missed out on in middle school and high school because of dance and social wise. Yeah. Um, But then later on with, you know, going head first into being an assistant and the early years of that, you know, there definitely were times where, you know, people were, you know, doing a lot of things and and inviting me to come up to their colleges. And Mm -hmm. I would, I would find little pockets of time for it, but it wasn't like I could, I could really indulge in that a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, But believe me, I definitely found my <laughs> way of like, you know,
0: releasing like, the fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it you did it like, in a wise way.
1: Yeah. I knew, well, again, because I knew that if I slacked off that good things, I, I just knew I had to work hard at it. And I yeah. really was trained that mental way by my mom yeah and to
0: be ambitious and and focused
1: yeah Yeah. and and also seeing the women that I was working with Mm -hmm. I knew that they they took their job very seriously and they loved their job and I was like oh my god I want to be like them one day yeah so I knew that if I wanted to be like them I had to take it as seriously as them
0: yeah and yeah, that's no, it, so- just that alone, like paying attention to the people that you strive to be like, I mean, they, you see they're, they're so focused on what they have in front of them and how much work goes into it. And it's, yeah. that's, that's good that you were paying attention. Cause it, it that is all it takes, you know, I mean, yeah. apart from the talent, it's, it's all that drive.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's just a little bit of a little, uh, you know, sacrifice definitely pays off. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say I was deprived of fun. And everything. Right. <laughs> like, I definitely had my fun. But, yeah. Um, you know, I think that I I'm I'm happy that I I did what I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so I mean, tell me a little bit about the road that you've been on. So you were under her wing for two years. You were her assistant.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was Linda Davizia's assistant for two years, and Linda is still to this day hustling her butt at Gerber Salon. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, Gerber Salon has been around for thirty-four years. That's amazing. Linda, it's unreal. Yeah, honestly. it's
0: amazing. And, it says a lot about the business just just that
1: alone. It's it's some you don't hear of it. Yeah. You really Yeah, and very rare. And yeah. I, again, I, I thank my lucky stars, but I also know that I worked hard for it. So it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to self-praise myself, but I do think that, you know, with good work ethic and really having your eyes set on something that pays off.
0: Sure. Because so, the platform could have been there, but if you didn't bring forward I, what you, yeah. you did then. Yeah.
1: So, so, it's so cool. Linda, um, I'll never forget. And she, she'll always, she always said, well, she could sit here and tell this story too. I mean, <laughs> I, I felt like I was going to the white house that day. Yeah. Like I was going to, Yeah, I was on a mission and I wrote up my, my cute little resume in beauty school. And this, I mean, this was like primetime Jersey delicious age, right? Oh boy. So yeah. I showed up to that thorn <laughs> and I mean, I was like level three black hair with like a blazer and like leopard wedges. And I walked <laughs> in there with my resume in a folder And I was going to meet Linda and Linda sat down with me in the middle of her day. Yeah. And uh, we just talked as if you and I are talking now. Yeah. Oh my God. This woman is like amazing. Yeah. I want to be her. Yeah. And, um, if she were here sitting here, if she talking to you, she would say that after she met me, she called her boss who owns the salon, Lorraine, and would say you know I just interviewed this girl I want you to meet her and Lorraine was like just hire her if you like her yeah. and she was like no 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 I want you to meet her so I went back for a second interview and I interviewed with Lorraine who owns Gerber yeah. and I remember I walked by Linda was working and I saw her doing a blow, blow- dry. yeah it's like oh she's cool and yeah I met with Lorraine and she gave me the job and it was like ugh. Oh. I can't even explain the feeling I have thinking back. On I didn't that. get that. Could you try
0: again? Talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was like, wait, no, that what? was
1: a third, yeah. that was a third person. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was, that was one of the most, um, I can still like close my eyes and visually bring myself and back be there. to that moment.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That must've been yeah. so exciting. So then. It you- was. You you were there two years and then and then you started on the floor or what went on after you were assisting her?
1: So um I assisted Linda for two years and at that time there were like junior stylist nights. Mm -hmm. So um junior stylist nights were maybe you would say like from on Wednesday nights from like four to eight. And I would booking clients on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. half off, I guess you would say. And those nights started to build up. And then I needed a little more time. So then I started booking up on Friday nights. And then it just so happened that someone who was a full-time stylist was uh, had to leave. So my boss saw my eagerness and my mm-hmm. I was always trying to fill my time so if it meant staying late or doing this or doing that yeah it was just using my time wisely yeah and I thankfully she recognized that yeah um so when push came to shove and a chair opened up I mean it was right before the height of like prom season and she had all these appointments booked for yeah mom. like here you go yeah chair. yeah yeah like, need to make it work and, and you you're gonna, and you made it work yeah so I got a chair and I was scared shitless but <laughs> I I did it yeah and it and you know I mean god it feels like so long ago honestly yeah a lot happened 20, since then I was 21 years old yeah
0: yeah So uh, when did painting become such a big part of your, your world as a hairstylist?
1: I would say right from the beginning, because even when I was assisting Linda, that was like the first thing that I wanted to be able to master. Yeah. Because to me, it just felt so effortless. And like, I was never a very structured person. I'm still not. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just like the look that I gravitated towards wanting to know how to create. Yeah. So, um, right from the beginning, I mean, I can still remember this day, some of the girls that I like geared up and I was like, you want like a balia, you want an ombre? Yeah. So I was like, come in, I'll give you an ombre. And it was like, right when Drew Barrymore like debuted that like very painted look that like full force. I mean, yeah, I just pulled people in and I obviously made major mistakes, but I needed those heads Mm -hmm. to make the mistakes on. Sure. Yeah. But i and do uh, having
0: and living through those mistakes only makes you better as long as you're paying attention.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. If if only you're taking those mistakes and correcting them on the next place you go. Sure. Sure. and I, I, I wanted to know how to foil. I wanted to be good at foiling, but I knew that I wasn't going to be able to like, to me, it felt like math yeah, and it scared me.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: it was not, it wasn't like, um, it, it wasn't in my first line of sight, I guess. Yeah. I wanted to be good at hair painting.
0: I'm trying to think as far as like when you were starting and like Instagram was happening and like, when did you kind of marry those two things and and try and launch yourself to be seen like on social media?
1: It's so weird to think about because I never could imagine at that moment how Instagram would become some such a pivotal thing to my career yeah. yeah it really was just like this app you know yeah just like something that we posted pictures on it right. wasn't like, like a tool at that point
0: no yeah you're and, right
1: and I mean it's just so crazy to think that like I just took pictures of my work because to me that was like how I was gonna reach outside of the salon I was mm-hmm. a new stylist you know I was trying to create momentum. Yeah. And I mean, I was using Instagram as a tool before even realizing it.
0: Yeah. Thinking it's like it's also your portfolio, too. Yeah. And it you was know,
1: even still at that point, just a social thing. Sure. You know. Yeah. But then, I mean, that just went in a different direction than I even could have imagined it mm-hmm. going in.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, around what time frame was that for you? That
1: must have been. I mean, that must have been like 2012, 2013.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's been a while.
1: Mm Mhm. It's definitely been a while, and my God, has it just become more of a monster since then? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd I'd love to hear your feelings on all of that. So so um (laughs) you know you were you were kind of just would you say that you were soaring pretty quickly in your career? Cause I know you later in your career, you know, I don't know that early, early Chelsea. So (laughs) how, how fast did it happen for you? Like, were you getting word of mouth, like really quickly? And yeah, it was was good.
1: I guess, I guess that was the benefit of working somewhat near where I was had grown up. Yeah. Yeah. definitely new people mm-hmm. and um that one person then brought in that next person it was right. just like a building block effect right so that sure. definitely benefited me being in a familiar area um but as far as like how the momentum picked up i mean god it 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 picked up quick and i'm yeah. very very happy and thankful that it did um, but, but I, I just really, and that's where I think the sacrifice came in because it was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to work a single hour that this salon is open. Even if I'm not working, I'm going to be here yeah because if that person in that chair needs something, I'm going to be here to take it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Was- so then every, everyone
0: sees that drive and, and yeah, you pick up all kinds of people through people and.
1: Uh, and I mean, we're talking drive to the point of like, where I would wear if I was on the floor, I would wear a high heel. I mean, you can't even if I even at this day, when I get ready for work in the morning, if I look at a high heel, my foot screams. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, I wanted it. So I wanted to be a hairdresser so bad. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, I'm going to look the part and I'm going to fake it. Even if I can't do it, I'm gonna make them think I can.
0: But you certainly delivered so no worries about any of that.
1: Thank so you.
0: um, as, as you went on, like, did you steadily have, I don't know, was it always more and more creative for you and just passion? and because I mean, there's no getting around it. it's It's a very demanding job and and you taking it so seriously as you should. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot physically and, and mentally, and it's, it's just very tacting. So like, how, how is all that for you through your career?
1: I mean, it's so interesting when you think of it, because I feel it more now than I did then. Yeah. The, the tacting of it. Yeah. It's um I I I really I was so excited and I still go to work and I'm very and I'm excited for my day and I know that it's gonna bring on a lot of emotions. Um, but I've I've truly just grown up doing this job mm-hmm. and it's just who I am. Yeah. And um I go to work and I I do hair and I talk to these. I talk to these people, I talk to my clients and, you know, um, it's just what I do. Yeah. I I don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. So um, besides like shop, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I really don't know how to do anything else besides shop. (laughs) Um, So I'll never forget the day that I got posted and I think that was the turning point because yeah. that was then like, okay, like, what do we do now?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, is this going?
1: Where will this go? Yeah. And how do we use the momentum that's been literally delivered in our hands? Yeah. Um, so I'll never forget. And I was when getting- you
0: say posted, where, which platform are you talking? Um,
1: so I got posted on behind the chair and this was when mm-hmm. like behind the chair Was even early, I think, on their social media standpoint. Yeah. Um, So, I'll never forget. I got posted in the middle of my day, and I saw it. I was like, "Oh my god, I got posted!" Like, I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And everyone in the salon was like freaking out equally. Sure.
0: Yeah. They were all like, "Some people
1: didn't know what behind the chair was at that point." Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. I got the repost and that was like major. And then I'll never forget. Like, I think the following week I was getting a car wash and my boss called me and she was like, listen, like, what are we going to do with this? You know,
0: like
1: you've been handed this, you know, bit of, um, you know, this bit of something and we need to figure out what that something that we're going to take from it is. Yeah. So that's when, you know, really, I never thought that I could be an educator. I never thought that I would pass my ideas from my brain off to somebody else, Mm -hmm. but she, and she is Lorraine Divizia. She is like such an important person in my life. And, um, she said to me, she said, what are we going to do with this? Like, do you want to teach people? Like, do you want to spread what you know? And I was like, sure. Okay. (laughs) Like, how do I do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then that's when the whole education platform kind of took off, which then
0: launched a whole different part of your career.
1: Yeah. A part of my career that I never in beauty school would think that I even wanted.
0: Yeah. So, so really that kind of came to you before you were even entertaining the idea, like you hadn't had thoughts at that point of, of teaching. And
1: in my shoes, I'm like, I have so much to learn for myself.
0: Right. Right. How
1: Am I going to be able to teach people who want to even take me seriously? Right. When I still feel like I have so much to learn. Right. But I guess it was just the fact of that I had this passion. And when you Mm -hmm. have a passion for something, you can, you can spread just that. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. And, and the talent and the ability, although there was stuff you needed maybe in your mind to learn, I mean, uh, hairdressing, there's always something to learn, right? Like it keeps, it just keeps blossoming and, and there's, you have to keep pushing yourself. So Whether you started teaching then or later, I mean, you wouldn't maybe still feel that way, you know, Mm -hmm. always something to learn.
1: It's so intense. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: it is. And it's ever changing and growing. And
1: Mm -hmm. so and that's why I think I continuously love it. Yeah. You know, I know people who say to me, like, oh, my God, how do you do what you do? Yeah. Because I thoroughly love this. Yeah. I get complete joy out of making, turning that to that or making yeah. me feel better. I just, yeah. it makes me really happy. I know, and there are days that I am like, I can't fucking do this anymore.
0: It's exhausting.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. And believe me, those days have been greater after co- after quarantine than yeah. before.
0: Sure. I'm um, sure of it.
1: But I, no, and- And like, I'm, I'm in a position now, thankfully, where I can curate what kind of clientele Mm -hmm. I want. Yeah. Which not a lot of people get to grasp in their career. Yeah. They have to take what they can.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: I can, I can curate and tailor my clientele, which I will forever be grateful for. Um, but you
0: worked hard for it. So thank you. Yeah.
1: And that, It all that work was paid off Mm -hmm. for just being able to do that. Um, but you know, there are days where you're dealing with complete assholes Mm -hmm. and they really just like skin you of your like passion and your Mm -hmm. drive and even your just your will to do what you love. And you're like, how do you have such power to take Mm -hmm. away what makes me happy? yeah, like that literally happened to me this week. Like someone lit- made me feel like they had control over what made me, what made me feel good about doing. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> What the fuck? fuck you.
0: <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> You're going to go and do that to me. That's something that's unfortunately attached to, I feel like it, any service business. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like part of it. I think, you know, people in the service business, I, I I can't imagine you would be an asshole to someone else in the service business. I'm yeah. sure there's those too, but like it's it's just it, it is it comes with it.
1: Yeah, and it does, and I really only think that people in the service industry will ever truly understand that. Yes. You know, 100%. Mm.
0: Yeah. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> nasty <laughs> assholes out there. Okay. So don't, you don't get it. Okay. Talk, uh, talk to me like a human. Okay. Number like
1: that, one, that's what I really felt like saying, like, I feel like you're talking to me as if I'm supposed to serve you. And yeah. listen, there's many aspects of this that I am trying to please you and give you this amazing experience. But you acting like that makes me want to give you nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Get a clipper to the head.
1: Cut off. (laughs) Out of here.
0: Go away. We're done. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, it, it's definitely a grueling part of, of the industry. (laughs) Don't you miss it? What's that? (laughs) Don't don't you miss it? I do miss it. Uh, yes, I do. But that part, that part's tough. I, I had it, I had an easy time, I guess, managing it. At a point, it took a long time to get there though.
1: Mm-hmm. you
0: know, dealing with you that never kind feel of like person. You totally
1: understand it.
0: Yeah, that type of person's <clears throat> it's, it's hard. and it's, cool. it's inevitable. even even like you're saying, you got to a place where you're able to kind of curate who you bring in and the type of client you have and hair and all that. but people <clears throat> are people. That's there's a whole get, other podcast. There's gonna, there's gonna be a bad seed somewhere, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just when you thought that you were gliding, and you're like, "Wow, I haven't had an asshole lately." You're like, "We do for an asshole." Soon. Yes.
0: The <laughs> second you think that, you're like, "Why did I think that?" Yep. I just put it out there into the yep. universe, and it's yep. coming for me tomorrow. Come have a seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. What can I do for your sorry ass? Mm -hmm. Yep. So so you, you came in soaring with, with the education and then that just kind of kicked off for you. And, and what, what kind of went into that part of it? I mean, at first, was it like little by little, did you get your feet wet? How was it? I mean, was it nerve wracking?
1: I think back to the first class that I ever thought I uh, taught. Yeah. Um, it was. Like, five, six years ago. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I, we put it out there and we had, <laughs> we had people who wanted it. So yeah. Yeah. People came and then we were like, all right, people People liked this. We did something. So yeah. we continued. We continued on with it. I don't remember at the time exactly like how often we were facilitating classes, but I mean, we haven't stopped in the past six years. Yeah. Um, so I I mean, it's only gotten better and we've only my mine and Lorraine's thought process on it because What I'm doing, truly, Lorraine and myself and her husband, Bill, is a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, He, uh, the three of us, I think you've met Billy before. Yeah, I have. Um, I've met both of them. They're great. Yes. Um, So really, like the three of us just said, let's keep doing this. Let's keep figuring it out. Yeah. We continue. figure it out. And thankfully it's just as some, like, we always just say, let's just keep kicking the can.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we just keep kicking the can and fingers crossed. Like people keep wanting to learn from me. and I mean,
0: I can attest your classes are great and you know, you see the heart, you see the talent. It's And then you, you translate it all very well. And it's a, it's a great class.
1: Thank you. And like sometimes, and especially this past year, you know, after quarantine, Mm -hmm.
0: you're
1: you're thinking like, okay, how the fuck am I going to come out of this? How do I, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And, um, I'm like, all right, I got to change it up a little bit. And I had been wanting to change it up because I was like, how, can I just keep teaching one thing for six years? Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to run out of people to teach. Right. And I mean, I don't think, I I don't think that's possible, but when you stay in an area and you're trying to outreach other areas and it's a very hard thing to do. So how many people can I continuously teach in this area? Um, I was like, all right, I got to change it up a little bit. And that's what's amazing to me is that thankfully going on year, I guess, seven, it's like I'm teaching the same thing, but I'm teaching it diff- differently every time. And I just, every time I teach, I will I take away something else.
0: And, and that, that, what you just said is why you're such a good artist,
1: Thank you. you know,
0: like, because you do the takeaway.
1: Yeah. And it's different. from Each head. Every time, every time. And it's so exciting. Mm -hmm. That's why I keep doing this because it's just constantly going to give back. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very fortunate.
0: You you enjoy the teaching.
1: I do. And it's, and it's crazy because like, you know, it's again, it's never something that I really saw myself doing. And I, and I think that when you grow up in an industry where you feel like you've grown up in an industry where, you know, there's these bigger brands, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they bring in the, they bring in the education. And now you're trying to be this little peanut who's trying to teach something and you're not, and you're not part of a bigger brand. Like, you know, the bigger brands that we know, like in the heritage, well, yeah. this or that and you're just trying to break the mold independently because somebody wants it and you're like I'm just trying to do this because nobody's yeah. asking for it um it's insane yeah I'm, I'm not part of a bigger brand and I think that's where um the platform group has come from because you know, being in the salon and you have, you have these classes come in from your bigger brands and they're great and all, but you want something a little bit that more that you can relate to. Yeah. That was where I felt like I filled a missing piece because I was a little bit, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I was a little bit more relatable because I still work behind the chair five days a week. Yeah. And I still struggle and I'm not associated with the brand. So I'm trying to figure out every asset that everybody else is.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's not like sales, 50% of the class.
1: (laughs) Right. It's, it's not, yeah.
0: It's It's raw.
1: This is our trend. This is our trend for the season. You know? It's like these these are the tools that I've figured out that work for me. And if they work for you, then that's great. Let me just give them to you.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I
1: think that's something that will never die. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully, fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. You don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about that. You Is that something separate that you've launched the platform group? Yeah.
1: So um, the platform group. Um, Platform group is like really exciting because it's something that, so when we were teaching these classes six years ago, you know, it was kind of under Gerber Salon. Yeah. Because it was – We didn't know what it would be, but then it gained more and more momentum and we were like, all right, we have something here. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it was like, it became more and more to the point where we're like, all right, this is an actual business and it needed to have its own identity. And I was teaching classes like I was and you know, we needed to create a business and I will see. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want it to be the, just the Chelsea Caruso show because I don't see it just being the Chelsea Caruso show. Maybe yeah. it's meant to be more than just that. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, well, what is it? It's a platform and I want it to be a group. So it's the platform group and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't um, form right away. I was really just doing my thing as myself under the platform group, but then it, again, quarantine makes you think a lot. And then it was like, um, all right, it's time to bring other people in. Yeah. So, and that's really what the whole idea of it is, is it for it to be a collective group of artists who want to come together not necessarily being associated to a brand, and if they have their own brand, then that's great. But just truly being who they are behind the chair and wanting to inspire and fill that pocket that maybe we didn't have in our early years you know, maybe we felt like we didn't have that person to look up to or that person to help us find what kind of hairdresser we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're the the platform group is a group, it's me and my good friend Nadia. Mm-hmm. And she's now come on, and we just want to help people. Yeah, Nadia. Yes, <laughs> Nadia. Um we just want to help people feel inspired and not necessarily from like a marketed standpoint, you know, like we're truly just people. A stylist artist behind the chair yeah. doing what we do and we want to fill the gap for people and inspire people and not only just think about hair but think about the whole look and the whole person and the yeah. whole culture of it We really want to focus more on the culture of hair from an independent standpoint rather than like a branded bigger branded standpoint
0: yeah that's a beautiful it's- thing
1: yeah and just help. And I mean, it doesn't stop or start or stop with me and Nadia. I mean, this is really just, it's, that's why it's so exciting. Cause it really is just the beginning of getting other artists onto the platform that will only grow that, you know, mm-hmm. watch, right. So yeah. Really cool. Almost like those
0: in, independent artists, like coming yeah, together people. and
1: people who know what they're good at and know how they feel when they do that something good. And they only want to share it. Like I want some, I want artists to come on who share that same, same fear as I felt maybe like six years ago. And I was like, okay, I'm good at what I do, but now am I ready to help people see it?
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, from yeah, the person behind the chair standpoint and just really help people come together, whether they know what they specialize in or not yet, and help yeah. them find
0: it. Yeah. And I think the, the way you describe that is kind of it, it, it marries the way you structure your class, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like bringing them in, and it, it's, yeah. it's all so good.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm
0: excited. I'm-
1: Yeah, it's, it really is because I use so many different facets along the day, facets along the day. And like, I take a little bit of everything and I'm not married to one thing. I just truly, I think Nadia would agree. We just want to help people find who they are as artists and help them find their niche. Yeah. Without feeling intimidated by these larger, Ways of life, just being
0: relatable. Yeah, and you do it so well during your classes. (laughs) Thank you. I really can't say enough about them. You know, like that feeling of you know the educator really wants to teach me right now is what you serve. (laughs) You know, and and it's 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 a great class. So I'm excited to come to one one of these days when I break free. You know.
1: Oh yes, I mean you. <laughs> I want you right there. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. Such a good day. That will be a very good day. Like
1: freedom, freedom. <laughs> it will just feel so good.
0: It, it's been a weird time. I'm I'm sure for for you guys behind the chair, and it's very demanding. And between juggling people and and the masks and the just like the whole situation uh changing here and there and it's it's been a long long road
1: it is and I mean again I'm very thankful for like my place of work and yeah like, you know during the whole quarantine we were very much in tune with each other without being overly involved with each other we were just yeah. just checking in and making sure yeah. everything was okay but also not being like overbearing because everyone was going through through their own things during that time and feeling so many different emotions. But then when we came back together, it was such a, a comforting feeling. And, you know, every, and before this, you're, we are really like the only other profession, I think that truly touches people and makes people feel better. Yeah. And we deal with people in so many different lights, good or bad. And the raw it, state. Yeah, the raw state. And it's only heightened during this time. Yeah. Yeah. And it Becomes so nuts.
0: Yeah. A lot of energy.
1: A lot of yeah. energy.
0: A lot of energy that that can kind of stick to you sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah. And you, you got to shake of it off. Mm-hmm. You walk out of there and you're like, yeah. What did I take on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, so what's next? What What do you <laughs> see next for you? You know, past this nightmare.
1: Oh my God. I guess, it,
0: I mean, it's, it's kind of nice. Cause so the, the idea, I mean, the concept was, I'm sure already there, but you kind of launched the platform group during this time and kind of put the pieces together during quarantine or
1: more like, we were just like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Like let's every, it was
0: all like that kind of
1: mentality was already put in place. So it's, yeah. So moving forward, I mean, I just want this to, I just want to reach more people, more places, um, you know, that's hard to do right now because of all the restrictions and all the impending doom that (laughs) life has on us right now. Yeah. Um, so I just want to continue to grow in ways of where I go to work every day. You know, I, I really, truly love where I work and I, I only want to keep the culture of where I work going and growing and reach more people. I, I really, I'm very, very blessed and I am not, in any way, shape or form, like a very religious person, but, um, where where is this going? Not like (laughs) right now in my life, but I am very, very blessed where I work and the people I work with that I really truly only want to keep that growing. Um, so whether that be, you know, expanding the salon I work in or whatever that may be, that's where I want to see myself in like five years, like with the same culture, if not more and more of it. Yeah. You know, with this, the same people and if not more people the same culture, um, I want to expand it and. And
0: celebrate it. that mentality yeah. and that. Yeah. Passion. I mean,
1: 30, 34 years. Of yeah. It's a that has change so many people whether you're a client or somebody who works there I just only want to keep that place of happiness like alive yeah and I I do see that happening um with the platform group God only knows like what's gonna happen with that because it's been six years and six years has accounted for Or where we are now and I feel like whoa things are starting to happen now that we didn't see happening years ago so if this can just if more artists can come on and we just like maybe take this and travel with it and touch I mean who doesn't want to touch different parts of the world yeah you know endless
0: possibilities
1: yeah yeah and just You know, never, never saying that it can't happen because I truly have been um, dubbed this way of thinking that you never know till you try. So just try because it either works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then it's fine. But if it does, then that's even better. Yeah. Well,
0: (laughs) I can't tell you how happy I am for you, Chelsea. I mean, you work really fucking hard and you deserve all of it, so... I'm I'm psyched. I'm psyched Thank for you. I see. I see. And you're things. gonna be there. You're
1: gonna what, be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna,
0: be there. Sure gonna be there. I'll be watching from the sidelines. I'll, I'll, be I'll actually be there. I'll be there front row soon. Yes. Um So before I let you wrap this up, I wanted to play a little word association game with you.
1: Okay. All right always wanted to do one
0: of these. a little a little fast forward through your feelings okay mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say a word a feeling you you tell me first thing that comes to mind you can elaborate if you want or just keep it simple
1: okay
0: are you ready okay. yeah <laughs> okay happiness
1: oh my god um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, no, not Jesus. Christ. <laughs> um, uh, I thought you said you weren't uh, religious. I'm not at <laughs> all. Ah, um, my uh, my boyfriend. Oh, that really was the first thing <laughs> that came to mind. That's
0: adorable and sweet, and he'll he'll be happy to hear it. Um, <laughs> not <maybe>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> not not Jesus Christ. I nope. see. Mm-mm. Um beauty
1: hair free big 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 hair <laughs> love, it. love it love it
0: lost
1: oof um my childhood i don't know that was god where's my wine oh boy <laughs>
0: Oh boy, we might need to stay on a little yeah. longer. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Next. I mean, I mean,
0: it is lost in time, right? It's, yes, it's, gone, it's, a, it's, a, right? it's a far away, distant place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we brought up, so it's in the now. It's like it, it's oh over here.
1: Okay, I'm gonna text you tomorrow with the dreams <laughs> that I wake up to. <laughs> You're yes. gonna be all with your rolly backpack. I'm gonna be like Laura. You no, know, <laughs> I had this dream last night.
0: Oh my god. You were in Ch- it. I was in it. <laughs> change.
1: Um oh my god. Um oh my god, I'm really bad at this. I'm sorry. Um change my clientele. Okay. Is this terrible that my everything that comes to mind is about my job?
0: <laughs> no, no. It,
1: I mean, your job is
0: a huge part of your Fair life. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and when I feel like in this industry, when you start out, like you and I have so young, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it just kind of took over. I mean, it's yeah. all, you know, like we were yeah. in the salon when we were 16, 17, you know, like it's, it's everything.
1: It's so hard to detach from. Yeah it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's just, it is everything. And unless you work in a salon and, and have those feelings, I, I don't know if, if you ever really know that and that's okay. We will never know what it's like to be an accountant. So no,
1: I, I, I you made the right choice. Thank okay. God. <laughs> Thank God. Uh,
0: um, discover.
1: <laughs> different parts of the world I've I have not because of my career like yeah I have not been able to just I've so don't, don't get me wrong I have traveled not as dense as I want so I want to discover the bits and pieces that are out there
0: all of them and you know, you're oh. saying because of your job, but maybe because of your job one day it will be the opposite.
1: Oh, yeah. I you mean, know? it gives and takes.
0: So. You never know where the platform group is headed.
1: Hey, girl. It,
0: it might be over here, over there, over here. We're going to have all a over the world today, like the whole All years. over the world, okay? <laughs> <Never> no. <know.
1: laughs> never know.
0: Mad. Ooh.
1: Mm. <laughs> um,
0: you know so what? I I feel right like now. a
1: face might help
0: you kind of figure <laughs> out what it is. So so she's making a mad face. What are we, what are a we very thinking? Very
1: disappointed face. Um, um, people. Uh, I uh, people make me <laughs> mad. Stupid people make me mad. Um, no. Um, just kind of where we are right now with everything in the world. It makes me so mad. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah.
0: There's a lot to be mad about. And I'm it's mad hard.
1: About a lot, but I guess I can go back to the word change is that like I'm, I just, I just want like that flip to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know?
1: So, yeah. Mad about the simple things that should not be hard. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Agreed. Dedication. Mm
1: relationships.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. Um, dedication is in so many different forms with so many different people, whether it's friends or family or your partner, or your your work family, your, your clientele, like dedication, I guess, is the backbone to it all. Mm-hmm. How much you're willing to put in like it's just it everything comes back to effort i think i think that's why so many relationships move on is because you realized how little someone was willing to put in Mm -hmm. but then other relationships grow and it really is all about dedication so yeah chips
0: beautifully said oh thank Um, you beer (laughs) Beer, yeah, like beer. Drink? Give it, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> you like it? Ah, uh, what
1: do you think of? Oh, I think bloat. <laughs> yeah, I think a massive gluten bloat. <laughs> 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 oh yes, I am. I like beer. I'm not a big beer drinker. I'll, I'll, I love a good Corona and lime in the summertime. (laughs) but I, I can't say I kind
0: of could have put my money on it that you weren't
1: a big (laughs) beer drinker. So I
0: just kind of wanted to slip it in there and see I
1: love that. That was good. I like it a lot.
0: Keeping you on your toes. Yeah, man. Um, bloat. I love that. Oh my God. Um, that's killing me. Okay. Neat, neat. Like, like, However, you want to take it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first thing that comes to mind is like a vodka (laughs) knee. Okay. Now we're on drinks, so you're going okay. The beer turned into (laughs) a cocktail, (laughs) real quick. Perfect.
0: Okay, now we're going down to judgment. Whew.
1: Um Um, judgment. um, God, why is this so hard? I've always wanted to play this game, but now <laughs> I'm scared of it.
0: <laughs> You're judgment. doing
1: great. Um, society, like people, like just constant judgment. Yeah. Women, ma- men, no, more women, more women than men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're damn straight about that
1: yeah. don't but, really care yeah. about what a man thinks actually but um, <laughs> in this
0: moment yeah. no women, yeah women judge. and how
1: they judge themselves I mean god I I think we see it all the time like how women just are so
0: brutal, brutal yeah on
1: themselves. and it's like and I know I'm at fault of it too but when you hear it from somebody else it's like wow like you want all that. You're not, you got it. Right. Right.
0: Right. Judgment's rough Mm. heart.
1: My mom.
0: Oh, how sweet.
1: Sorry. I love
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that's great. I hope, I hope Ruby's on a podcast one day and, and Roxanne and they say, hi mom.
1: Well, that'll you, make that, me happy. Your girls are just so beautiful. Thank I you for that.
0: Happy. They're they're uh, oh, I just love them to pieces. They're I mean, my heart.
1: Their names are just so good.
0: Oh, thank you, Ruby and Rocks. I I really I call her Rocks, you know, and Ruby's it's like so her name's Ro- uh, Roxy. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just like Rocks, and it's she's not. such a Rocks. She's yeah. like such a tough oh. little little chick. She's so oh. cute. Um. Lesson. Age. Like fine wine. Cheers. 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 Um, Destiny.
1: Mm. Like where my relationship with my. Boyfriend is going. Is that like okay, Destiny. Like I just know that. Like it's it's right. It's that. Yeah,
0: yeah it's right. Mm-hmm. That's oh, I'm, that makes me so happy yeah. for you. That's really great <laughs> influence.
1: I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, and I mean, is my my hair mom Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah she's been like just such a big part of who I am as like a hairdresser. Yeah. And a person.
0: person. Yeah. That's great. And, and to have that kind of riding into what you want to launch and, and kind of continue and, and grow is really awesome. It's like a strong foundation.
1: Yeah. And I, and I I am very much aware that so many, so many people in this industry have not been given that person to yeah. to. yeah. Um, and feel like they can ask questions and learn from. So like I am every day I walk in that salon, I'm very thankful.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um worried. God. <laughs> Um, What sends you into a worry?
1: Um I guess like, just maybe like when I do have kids one day, like, what life they're gonna live in. Yeah, you know, like thinking of like where, who I'm, how, like who I'm going to be, but also where I'm going to leave a mark. Yeah. Other person, you know, it's, it's
0: intense. Yeah. 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 It's it's intense, (laughs) but, but you're a beautiful person. So I'm certain you'll leave a beautiful mark. You you know,
1: it means a lot.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love you. I love you too okay we're gonna go ahead and celebrate celebrate what do you think
1: yes we're gonna oh is that a word (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll cheers you I thought we were celebrating (laughs) but I thought you were I thought you were cheersing me um celebrate (laughs) the platform group and yeah because I'm just so excited to see what happens with it
0: yeah Mhm. All of us um viewing it are excited too. So, thank you, friendship.
1: Oh. I could name a few for this one. I mean, it's just like um my 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 girls and my 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 friends that I've met through this industry. They're like so important. Yeah. I- them I I talk to them a lot yeah and I, I mean I hate to say it I probably talk to them more than like maybe my sister sometimes but yeah. like yeah.
0: they're your family
1: they are they yeah. really are mm-hmm.
0: so friendship is family yeah yeah
1: and and I could say that thoroughly about like my hair family my hair friends too like they are my family yeah
0: yeah that's yeah. a beautiful thing right there. And last but not least, proud.
1: Is it terrible if I say myself?
0: <laughs> no. That's what I want you to say.
1: Yeah, I I I am proud of myself. And it's not I've I don't think I've ever really said that before.
0: Well, you should be.
1: Thank you. You
0: should be. Um
1: but yeah, I think that I've, I mean, I've loved being on this podcast for you because I haven't been to therapy in a while. But
0: <laughs> well, really, it's it's, nice to, it's yeah. nice to reflect. Yeah, you know, and I like to kind of end there sometimes because it's like you have this whole life and and you live it, and it it's got its ups and its downs, and, and you know just, all the in between you're just doing it, you trudge through it, you know, and and uh, it's nice to recognize who you are and what you've accomplished and you know all the things that matter for you as an individual so yeah. um I'm happy you landed on that
1: <laughs> thank you
0: you're welcome
1: that was I know That's I'm the corny all I, of- it's so
0: bad <laughs> I'm so corny it's so it's it's cringeworthy <laughs> sometimes
1: and Laura <laughs> who called you <laughs> Who got you
0: in on this? (laughs) Oh my God! Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you spending a little time with me. It's been
1: so amazing. I'm so
0: happy you enjoyed it. So cool that
1: you're doing this. Thanks.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm. I'm just trying, trying to truck on, you know, and get through, get through life, and have a little glimpse of you know th- this is what we do this is what we do in, in a in a way we talk to people and connect with people and I need that I need yeah. that part you know yeah. I creatively it's it's been stifling but also, that part for me is, is stifling. So I'm, I'm excited to do it just for the time being. And, uh, thank
1: you enough for having me. Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming on. And, uh, just before we go tell everyone where they could find you.
1: Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Caruso, but more importantly, you can find the platform group at the platform group collective
0: Yes, and I will be sure to tag it up so you can all follow Yay! and watch watch the beauty unravel. You're
1: beautiful. Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you, Chelsea. I know, nice to see your face.
0: Hopefully we see each other in person soon. Yes, very, very. I'm sending all my love. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Chelsea. Thank Thank you, Laura.
1: Have a great night.
0: You too. Bye-bye.